welcome to Too Many Cooks, a podcast where we explore recipes written by your favorite chefs and try them out in our own home kitchens. It's like a book club, but for recipes. This week, we set another record for easiest recipe of the podcast. We're talking about Bobby Flay's Crunch Burger from Bobby's Burger Palace. And just, you know, for fun, we add another Bobby Flay recipe for Bistro French Fries. One of us convinces the other one to change the repeatability score by four points, which is kind of ridiculous. And also, I have a question for you all. Well, what do Taco Bell, Thunder from Down Under, and our listeners all have in common? (laughs) We have beef with all of you. So stay tuned for a lot more burger puns while we discuss the iconic Bobby Flay. It is our first night recording. So you said cheers. you said that, and yes, cheers. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> is that not true? Uh, so it is not, but be, because of a technicality, because we had the one recording in the morning that <laughs> you know I, I I think it was your no. computer didn't work. I, I, that's how I remember it. <laughs> you did, and so <laughs> yeah, we had a re-record. That's fine. You can night. remember it that way. <laughs> um. And and while I pretended that it was still morning, it was definitely definitely night. But this is the first like That's legit, true. you know, on purpose. Yeah, we didn't already do the same conversation for you know, like eight hours oh. earlier or whatever. So, oh, you know, the joys of early podcasting. Yeah, because I think that was like that might have been episode like two or three. Episode two? two. I think it was two. God, that was so long ago. Well, I know. we're on episode ten. We did it. We're just babies at that point. I know. We had no idea what we we're doing. So bright. You're in your third recording location, like geographically. I am. I am. Welcome to Kentucky, (laughs) y'all. Drinking some bourbon. I'm drinking cream of Kentucky bourbon, which sounds disgusting. (laughs) Sounds really delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Cream of Kentucky also sponsor me if you're interested. What are you drinking right now? I am drinking a leffa. 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 There's way too many F's and E's in a five letter word. Um, but yeah, just a really good beer. Belgium um, blonde. That's love it. Yeah. Okay, I think you need to go first about the best thing you ate this week because I have, I'm going rogue with mine. Okay, sweet. Um, so yeah, this is it. Could have been what I ate just a, a few minutes ago. Um, but I did make a shepherd's pie over the weekend that I really, really mm. loved. Um, I mean, shepherd's pie to me. I, I think when we talked about. Um, all the best pies, and I listed a bunch of savory pies. <laughs> I think I had a second, but um, it is such a like a comfort food to me. You know, I mean, you can't go wrong with basically mashed potatoes being the cover <laughs> on you know a bunch of savory oh, yeah. meat and veggies and everything. Uh, and then this this so recipe had some um, some cheddar in the mashed potatoes, which I don't think I've done before. Ooh. Yeah, and it added, and then so then when you you kind of put it in the broiler. Um, it bubbled up, so it actually, when I took it out, it almost looked like a nice like lasagna or something. And so, because um, it's crunchy, and, yeah, 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 and it was just so so satisfying and delicious, and that it reheats really really well. And so, um, yeah. yeah, that that was definitely one of those, especially when you look at like the ease in terms of making it and everything too. It's what was the recipe? Where was it from? So it's it's interesting. It's from a uh, um, a place that I will not mention because it is definitely the ultimate like podcast uh, sponsor type place that I would heavily, heavily, heavily endorse should they actually engage with us. Is it like Red Napkin? Uh, It it is is similar like... like, Goodbye. Hola, uh, if you will. Hola. Hola Fresco. (laughs) Hola Fresco. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I mean... 
the last few recipes have been all phenomenal, including what I made tonight. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, we've done this a few times before. And especially in, in COVID times, it's really, really great because I get, I basically eliminate uh, food shopping trips, you know. And, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so this recipe was just perfect. I mean, just absolutely delicious. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the best. I love Shepherd. My mom has a, my mom lives in like a little cul de sac in Concord. And one of her neighbors, was driving like 40 minutes away to another town to get well no to quote unquote do errands but then she's like by the way we're going to like the best shepherd's pie place in andover mass or in massachusetts it's in andover and my mom's like do you guys want shepherd's pie for dinner and i was like if this woman is driving 40 minutes out of the way yeah i want shepherd's pie from this place it was so good that that, that's a good uh quick segue so because four hours ago three hours ago i was in a meeting and we actually started talking about driving far for a specific food or whatever um Mm -hmm. and so what's the furthest you've ever driven for like to get like specifically to get like a food not just because like hey we're gonna be there anywhere dave yeah we drove 16 hours as opposed to 14 hours so that ben could go to schmidt's in columbus ohio his favorite restaurant on the in like on the planet wow like, this man has gone to over, like, whatever, 60 bajillion countries, and he is like, this is my favorite. It was very good. Like, I'm not... <laughs> was I, it two like, extra hours good? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, wow. it was two extra nice. hours good. That's awesome. It was definitely two extra hours, plus we didn't have to go through New York City good. Yeah. So I was like, this, awesome. this is worth it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, like, I would say, I mean, personally, growing up, like, we would go... Yeah, we would go, like, places to yeah. eat, like... Probably 45. Yeah, exactly. Like two hours round trip. Or like in college. Yeah. 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 Two hours round trip, I think, is is what I've done uh, the most of. And and it's definitely like a few places that kind of pop in my mind um, where I and literally where it's like, all right, I'm going to drive an hour to get there. Just like grab the food and drive an hour home and basically like eat on the drive. Because I did that for Jess one time with this like pizza that we really, really love. So Mm. I drove. um, It was like Mother's Day or her birthday or something like that. And so I tried the only two times a year that you're nice to her. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's all she deserves. So, <laughs> that's so not true. But I cannot um, wait until five months from now when she finally gets around to listen to this fucking episode. When she and she's just like, hey, that's great. Hey, that's a really good point. This is a really fun litmus test. Maybe every episode we, like, we should. And she's well, there's still ones that we... she hasn't discovered, like. <laughs> the Shakespeare one she didn't pick up on yet so she didn't oh yeah. no <laughs> that's so. so funny um mine okay so my thing that I ate this week is not good this is not the best thing I've ate, eaten this week okay. but it is something I tried for the first time in my entire 31 years I had Taco Bell for the first time <laughs> so this is why we're, we're friends by the way because combined um I think we've now had Taco <laughs> Bell three times in 70 years <laughs> Yeah. Because I'm also just like, Great. gross. No, why? <laughs> gross. So, like, for me, I, I I am a perfect millennial where I, like, I won't go to Hobby Lobby because they're cretins. Mm-hmm. And I, like, Chick-fil-A stresses me out a little bit, even though the chicken is so good. Like, I, you know, <laughs> I, so uh, with t- with Taco Bell, like, when I watched Ugly Deli- one, I we didn't have them growing up. Like, we didn't, I lived in a town where you couldn't really have fast food. Like, that was kind <laughs> of like a town-wide law. It was really interesting. It's yeah. A, you know, it's a pretty, like... Just like a bougie, yeah, whatever thing, and they were like, "Oh, we're so good. We're gonna just like eat like real food." It's just what we did. Lots of mom mm. and pop, whatever. Anyway, didn't have the opportunity to go. Probably would have gone when I was in middle school, but never did. College was in the 
was in Boston, so I didn't have any opportunity to like, oh, apparently, I don't know, drive drunk to, yeah, or like not that's what, drunk that's yourself, what, yeah. but like, yeah, like drive drunk to this Taco Bell. I'm like, not doing that. No, thank you. We would hobble drunk down Mass <laughs> Ave. That's totally fine. Um, Way better. So anyway, didn't have the opportunity. Then I got stubborn and was just like, fuck you. I'm not going to have it. <laughs> like, I was just like, why am I going to eat it? Then I watched Ugly Delicious and learned how Taco Bell cribbed their whole stuff from the Mexican place across the across the street. And like Mr. Bell like was like, oh, that was delicious. I'm going to make it good for an American palate. And then he became more successful than this poor Mexican yeah. family. So like, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the statute of limitations of my anger was up. <laughs> ben was like, what are we doing for lunch today? And then he was like, we're in Kentucky. You have to get Taco Bell. <laughs> because and that's so, what Kentucky's known for. Creamy yeah, bourbon I think and, <laughs> and cre- Cream Bell. of Kentucky and Taco Bell. No, so we, I mean, I, I did the whole like, like unboxing, I guess, on Instagram. It was very fun to try it, but like, yeah, I I couldn't even tell you like the like I it the stuff on the menu sounds like a, a fake like a food generator. Like yeah. you put three words in, and it's like beefy beanie gordita yeah. chalupa, and you're like, these aren't things. Yeah. This isn't food. Nope. And then the Doritos Locos Taco was yeah. like. Yeah. So disgusting. Yeah, and like a, t- a Dorito. It was gross. So I ate, we ate like three bites of everything that we got. It was all very sad. <laughs> it just all made me really sad. <laughs> so anyway, this is my Taco Bell segment. That's I don't cool. ever have to do it again. Yeah. I did it. And then, and then like for the rest of the night, anytime my, my stomach gurgled, I was like, yes. is it happening? Yes. <laughs> like, Taco Bell. Like, ugh, gross. Anyway, it was disgusting, but I did it. So that was the thing I ate this week that I wanted to. We, we had it like on campus on i think as part of the meal plan you could use like your Gee, your coins or whatever. No. and i was like fuck no that place is gross <laughs> like I, I can cook <laughs> you know and just buy some food and cook mm-hmm. honestly oh god anyway yeah. um okay i'm putting off talking about this recipe enough because i have Again, so excited. a lot of opinions <laughs> You're so um funny. okay so we're talking about mr robert flay bobby flay yes and He's, this is kind of my, his, it's his, like the Gordon Ramsay episode. His actual name is Robert Flavor, but he goes by Bobby Flay. <laughs> so stupid. That was really funny. <laughs> so. You got that like silent laugh out of me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That was really funny. <laughs> oh, I like that. Is there something about Flavor Town? Uh, that's Lower a different town. guy, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, shit, that's a different guy. I do love him. All right, Guy Fieri. Okay, someday we'll talk about him. Anyway. Robert William Flay. He is Bobby Flay. Like that's it's like Gordon Ramsay. It's like he's the guy. You know him. Yeah, I, it, it's hard to not know him. Again, I, I think I mentioned at the tail end right. in the preview uh, for this, but um, th- there was a point in time where he was hosting, I think, literally three different cooking shows on Food Network I think you're simultaneously. Right. Um, I yeah. mean, you know. He was hosting, but they would air at different times, and he didn't, like, do it all at yeah, once. Yeah, no, he wasn't, like, doing <laughs> Yeah, that would be amazing. So, that was um, so talented. But, you know, like, he, I mean, he's, to me, kind of, like, almost the quintessential, like, Food Network star, because yeah. whether it's, like, the grilling stuff or Iron, you know, him being on, on Iron Chef, and um, and then, like, he had, I think, uh, two or three or four other different shows, and he almost, like, lose track, because they're all the same. 19? He's had, like, 19 shows it's in crazy. the... crazy. Um, so he, what I, I think is really fascinating, like he grew up in, in New York city, like Manhattan mm-hmm. dropped out of high school and then 
was doing kind of odd jobs and worked for his dad's friend's restaurant. And the guy was like, you're really good. I'll pay for your culinary school. Wow. And so he like, we just went through that. And so basically he worked his way up and he took over Mesa and um, Mesa Grill in New York City. And then um, he just, honestly, he had, let me see how many restaurants he has. He has like 19 different locations. Uh, oh yeah, that's the number 19 that I was thinking of. He has, Burger Palace has 19 locations and they're mostly in casinos and um, malls. Yeah. And, oh, and, and airports because... It's in Atlanta. Like, that was when we were talking last time. I was like, I forgot one type of location that it's in. It's in airports. So. And, yeah, airport. and D.C. That's and so K funny. Street. So. Oh, funny. Yeah. So, like, you know, he is he is a became a um, personality on TV show, like on, on TV show, on TV, <laughs> like he on TV show. I'm keeping that. Um, but no, he was on like a, a bajillion things. And his whole his shtick is like grilling and Southwestern food. Yeah. And oh. Fun fact, I went to Mesa um, restaurant at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas on my bachelorette party, the ba- the same bachelorette party where everyone's flight was yeah, delayed, like no one showed everyone's up, yeah. flight was canceled, <laughs> yeah. and so everyone was exhausted on that Saturday when they finally, everybody was finally there for that, and we were going right before Thunder from Down Under, yes. of course, and everyone was miserable and exhausted, and I was just like... <laughs> Woo, yeah. <laughs> let's party. And my sister's like, here, Goog, like have some, have a spicy margarita. It's the best spicy margarita ever. And I was just kind of looking around at my friends like, cheers. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I really want bummer. to like redo your bachelorette party. Not the thunder oh, from that yeah. other part, but like. Oh, that was so PG-13. I was so bummed. I didn't see anything good. I was so mad. <laughs> Nothing was good. It was not good. Yeah. Anyway. So that's two places that are not going to be endorsing us. Taco Bell and Thunder from Down Under because we're just talking shit no. about them. So. Pro tip though, do go to Thunder from Down Under with lesbians because that was really fun to have, to have Maddie be there be like, what? Boy butts are so small. Like she, <laughs> It was so great. Anyway, that was that was my best part of it. And Mesa was really delicious. That was delicious. And Bobby Th- Flay, thank you for um, sponsoring my uh, ba- the 24 hours of a bachelorette party that I had in Las Vegas. <laughs> He's like, has a pretty impressive but kind of like linear story you know like he's like starting from a really young age he was like this is what i'm good at this is what i want to do and he just buckled down and did it and so he aside from being like a very successful chef it also sounds like he's a really big personality like in his in his career trajectory like he was very much like i am a personality and i can monetize this yeah. And I think, like, the grilling and the Southwest flavors and stuff, like, are a really approachable, or at least his his way of doing it is really approachable. So, I think, yeah, he's pretty successful in that. Yeah. I, And it's funny because I, um, with grilling, I feel like, and, and maybe it's just my, my bias kind of living in more uh, urban areas, but I feel like grilling is... is is not always approachable, you know, and it's tough when you find like these recipes because like you kind of have to live in a certain type of place and then you also have mm-hmm. to have, you know, a legit grill. But I used to watch like those grilling shows, you know, because <laughs> he had I think, a couple, um, you know, even though I couldn't necessarily right. do it, you know, because I didn't really have access to a grill. And so like you and I, for the most part in, in doing this podcast, haven't really had access to a grill no. hard stop, yeah. you know. Like maybe when you're when you're traveling around a little bit, you you might have it now, but um, I won't in five months. So yeah, yeah but yeah, no. yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, but 
it, it I mean, that's a whole different style of, of cooking, yeah. you know, and, and, and it was really interesting at the time, I think, when he had his shows, because, you know, I don't really recall it that being covered, mm. you know, like everything was very like traditional home cooking and everything, you know. Yeah. Um, and then here he was kind of just doing this whole different like genre, basically, that I think resonated with a lot of people because, you know, I, I think for a lot of people, grilling is the only style of cooking they really do. I think know? so, too. Especially um, it's so masculine. I mean, like, like the 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 gender role bullshit, like men are men man the grill yeah. with the beer in their hand and women go in the kitchen and blah 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 but like i think yeah. for a lot of people bobby flay might have been accessible for that reason where it's like oh you know regardless of who the audience is like you can be like oh i would like to try that like i distinctly remember watching grill it with bobby flay or or boy meets grill on food network because that was mm-hmm. just kind of like my yeah they also have grilling and grilling and chilling was that grilling and chilling but like anytime after school i would go home and turn on food network and do my homework surprising literally nobody and like that was just like <laughs> the like the thing in the background for me that and charmed yeah <laughs> um <laughs> barbecue with bobby flay throw down with bobby flay barbie Fla- bobby flay's barbecue addiction um about word oh, works cooks in i America. feel like it's just it's like all right we got bobby flay <laughs> Something related to a grill. <laughs> and then Boy Meets Grill, barbecue with Bobby Flay, throw down, grill it, Bobby Flay's barbecue addiction, brunch at Bobby's. Ooh. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, main ingredient, Bobby's dinner battle, beat Bobby Flay. I did I do remember that show. I actually really liked that show. Beat Bobby Flay. I'm not sure if I saw that. Because he would he would like he and a and a like an up and coming chef would make the same thing and then there would be um judges guest judges come yeah. in who like would taste it blind and then pick which one they liked <laughs> better. Fun. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, anyway, so we decided to do Bobby Flay's um, Crunch Burger because that's his like iconic burger from Bobby's Burger Palace. Um, and it's also the recipe itself is, I think, oh, yeah. one of the most interesting recipes I've ever <laughs> read in my life because it is the most particular recipe that I've ever read Dave? in my life. And there's literally, I mean, it's a fucking burger recipe, right? It's and a burger and there are literally eight tips. How many tips? Eight. There's more tips than there are steps in the recipe. There are more, um, there are more tips. There, and they... Oh, my God. And it's, it's and incredible. And they repeat them. And they and, and he cites he cites the tip in the yeah. instruction. Yeah. He'll talk about it. And then in parentheses, it'll say tip one. Tip yeah. Two. And, and you know like, what? I fucking love it. I, like, oh, my God! I would, I would love if every single recipe was written in this way. And I know we're going to be divided on this, but mm-hmm. I, like, there's something oh, so, okay, like, and, and it's funny because so we're, we're talking about Food Network, you know, shows and everything and, and all that. Mm-hmm. So this to me is like watching Good Eats with Alton Brown and mm-hmm. where essentially as you're learning about this recipe, you're, you're finding out the reasoning behind certain yes. decisions and why this works and why, like, they're, they're doing this versus that. And that's basically what this recipe is. Now, mind you, it's it's primarily based not necessarily on science as much as just personal preference, right? But that's it. It it works, you know. I completely, well, I one hundred percent agree with you. My my interject, my ejaculation <laughs> of "Oh my god" was um, premature. I completely agree with you because I really appreciate the like, hey, this is why I'm doing this thing, and yeah. like the rationale, and I really really appreciate that. Yeah. My beef is that he has that a, a fucking typo. Was that he a has a typo. Pun, by the way? Your beef. Yeah. Odd purpose. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Ding you're, ding you're ding ding. Cheesed off ding. about this. And My, so. I'm cheesed off. Cheese it, Bobby Flay. Was that there's a typo, 
or like a misprint in one of the ingredients. Did you catch it? I mean, one of the ingredients is wrong. I don't think I caught it. There are two things listed in there that there shouldn't be. Um, well, I mean, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, like of a duplicate. There's stuff, like, but, um, yeah. do you mean the, the thin slices of, of white American and white cheddar? No, 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 no. Further down. Um, I don't know if you'll catch it just because the only, uh, I, like it goes six inch wooden skewers, Dijon mustard, horseradish mustard, and Heinz ketchup. Mm-hmm. Horseradish mustard is actually supposed to be horseradish mayo. Because when I watched his, I was like making it. I'm like, there's so much mustard on this. And then I was like, I double checked and it's supposed to be mayo. And so on Food Network, on the Food Network website and on his, on like a Food Network video that I found on YouTube, he has you make horseradish mayo or buy horseradish mayo. And so I was like... Bobby, <laughs> I swear to God, Bobby. <laughs> so there's a reason I didn't catch that. And um, I'm just going to drink more cream of Kentucky. There you go. Uh, so I, well, first, my personal preference with, with burgers is, is pretty simple, right? Like, I tend to not like a lot of condiments and stuff on, on burgers and everything. Yeah. But I also have kind of like a, a belief that the best way to judge a burger versus, you know, at different places is to eat it consistently kind of dressed in the same way. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so typically I, I try and keep like any initial burger order. I mean, if you go back to a place, you know, whatever, but I try to always kind of keep it at like cheeseburger and then, you know, yeah. a, a condiment on the side of like ketchup or barbecue sauce. Um, and, and maybe pickles, but also I would probably keep those on the side and, and just try the burger just for what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so when he lists, uh, you know, I mean, there's tomatoes, pickles, onion, lettuce, um, mustard, horseradish, mayo, and, and ketchup. Um, like, I, I, I didn't do that initially. So I, I, I did send you mm. pictures of my second burger that I made. Yeah. Which is, you know, barbecue sauce and, 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 and pickles on and everything. Looked my, delicious. My, it was amazing. But my first one <laughs> is... is just the burger. It's the burger. Yeah. It's got the, it's the cheese. It's the bun, and that's it. Because I feel like that's the only kind of fair way to judge it versus other ones that I've had. Because you're not judging based on well, this barbecue sauce was so much better, you know, or these pickles kind of yeah. suck, and so I didn't like them, you know. But I do, it's a question of what the task is. Like the task for us is to judge the recipe. So like and like I I, I guess in my interpretation of the of the task for us was to like judge his um, taste. And, like, if the taste of the combo of the Dijon and the horseradish mayo. And let me just read them. So it's um, chuck, ground chuck 80-20, so 80% um, whatever, lean, 20% fat, salt and pepper, oil, white American, white cheddar, beefsteak tomatoes, dill pickles, red onions, romaine, Martin's seeded soft burger buns, in parentheses, <laughs> please get these buns, Lay's potato them? chips. No. Yeah. So we have we have Martin's, like... Hot dog buns oh. and Martin's bread, but not Martin's yeah. seeded hamburger buns. So I had to go with Arnold's, I think. Oh, God. Don't tell I mean, Bobby. Burgers ruined. Lace potato chips, six-inch wind skewers. Didn't get those. Sorry. Uh, Dijon mustard, horseradish mustard, and Heinz ketchup. So, so you, like... Wait, you say, yeah. though, that we're supposed to follow the recipe, right? So, uh... Masamenos, yeah. What what step in the recipe does it say to, to definitely add all that stuff? 
That's a great question. It just says toppings as your preference. Right. So, so that's add, the other reason why I didn't yeah. like it. Right. Yeah. That's another reason why I was I was I was a but about um the recipe as written because I don't think like I think the recipe should be written where there's an indent. There's like yeah. suggested toppings, colon and then these bullets. Mm-hmm. Because my I, like just because I'm stubborn, like I was like, well, bitch, he said he wanted all these things on it. So Ben and I like made for the family, like we made burgers to their taste. And then he and I were like, we're doing it our way. Mm. And like, it was fine. Like it was delicious. Like I was just kind of thinking, okay, Bobby, like I, I trust you. I trust your flavors, whatever. But you're right. Like he does specifically say to do it to your preference. So yeah. I think that's a difference in interpretation. No. So my, my biggest, like my biggest, like, bugbear is that like it's written like it's an a bugbear yeah i don't know what that is i don't know (laughs) the big bug at my butt is that i don't like the way he talked to me in the recipe (laughs) me specifically because i I there is some mansplaining going on in the recipe or a little bit like Like, i think i think like all around or other Like, J. Kenji Lopez, who also does, like, science food, or food, not mm-hmm. science food, food <laughs> science, science. and he, like, science food, and he, like, explains stuff to you, and, like, a, this is why you add baking powder instead of baking sugar, like, or baking, what is my, baking, this is the soda. bourbon. Night, yeah. Baking soda. <laughs> Night episodes are great. Night episodes. Um, So, like, I like that, but I think with this, he has, like, all caps, don't play with your food, idiot. Like, so, I, like there's always, like, a, a perceived, like, dumbass after, so, like, each So, yes and no, so, but. Like, so I, I, I totally agree with you, right? Like I, yeah. it is, and that's one of the reasons I, I really want to do this recipe because it's just so differently written than any other recipe really. I know. But one of my favorite things is tip number three for those, you know, following along at home. Oh my God. Um, and he, he says to season the outside of the burger liberally with salt and pepper. Do not season the meat mixture itself or add herbs or onions or garlic to it. That is meatloaf. We are making burgers. And the thing is, he's fucking right. You know, mm-hmm. like- I've had like homemade burgers and stuff where basically it is so over seasoned that I'm eating a head of garlic as opposed to eating beef, right? Which is fine if that's what you want. But again, if you're really trying to compare like burger to burger or just have like an actual burger, like it's, it's beef and it's salt and pepper. Right. And that's, that's it. Right. And so like a lot of his tips. So what's interesting to me is that, so the the burger itself was fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 right in line with the burgers that I make at home because a lot of the tips that he recommends are things that I've researched in the past and just found and kind of aggregated to make a consistent burger. You know, every time I make it, you, you and put, he's put it all for you in it, one spot, which exactly. I think is lovely. So yeah. if this is your first kind of foray into making burgers at home. I that's like I think it's ideal because you can follow this exactly. Mm-hmm. At least, I mean, and again, top it however you want, but just follow the the actual cooking method, and you will have consistently a fantastic burger. Um, yeah, the whole idea point. of just you know putting the burger down on the skillet and not messing with it, not touching it. Yeah, that's that's critical. Don't smash it down and let all the juices out. Right, you flip it basically right. once. Um, you you do the indentation so that it doesn't just kind of like you know plump up and everything. 
Uh, tip number one, two. Yes, yeah. exactly. The one tip that he had, which I hadn't done before, but I will do from now now on, is a better way to melt the cheese, which is you yes. add a little bit of water, you know, and then it steams when you cover it. So usually I would just add the cheese and then cover it and let mm -hmm. just the natural steam, but you're basically creating more steam with that. And I thought that was genius because yeah. my my cheese got so schmelty and it was just fantastic. And yeah. Um, so every tip in here, even though, yeah, some of the phrasing might, you know, leave a little bit to be desired, but like yeah. every tip in here is pretty spot on. Like, and now until you get to maybe like uh, the, <laughs> I guess it's instruction number six, um, and uh, it's instruction tip number, number seven. Six. Yeah, so, to cite tip seven. Yes. <laughs> so uh, the buns, like he does recommend a very specific bun, right? Um, and he's very big on it being like a seated bun. And, you know, in tip seven, a burger is a sandwich and it's meant to be eaten as such. Hard rolls tend to break up the burger. And the next thing you know, you need a knife and fork. Uh, burgers should never have to be eaten with a knife and fork. A soft bun molds itself around the contents. Now, I'm, I'm sure. with him with, you know, doing a soft bun versus a hard bun. Yeah. A brioche bun for a burger can be very, very good, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, a pretzel bun? A potato bun, yeah. like A potato like, bun, pretzel bun. Ooh. There's definitely, when you, if you get like that little bit of sweetness, you know, with the brioche and potato, mm -hmm. like those can be really, really great. And so yeah. um, while I'm with them, like soft bun, definitely great compared like seeded bun versus brioche. I'll probably always go brioche, you know, um, yeah. aside from like this one instance. But um, <sighs> I think I think you're right. I mean, I you're absolutely right. I think that this is like a perfect foray into it's funny. I, I I'm like struggling with my interpretation of this because i've had and made better burgers at mm -hmm. home than this but as like a like you said like a foray into burgers at home i think this is like a perfect place to start yeah. and i like the t i think you're right like all the tips are really helpful and you don't have those in a lot of the other places that this recipe is found so i really appreciated his insight so you can feel like okay well bobby says and you know that it's like legit it's, like yeah, bobby says tested and, and tried and true and so yeah um have you in the past crunchified a burger before oh 100 percent. i as the queen of texture yeah i crunchify most things i eat and so like <laughs> like oh okay my favorite is like salt and vinegar chips on an italian sub oh, okay Ooh, <laughs> or like i do i do have i have in my life crunchified a burger with um with uh, Cape Cod chips, like the kettle cooked, mm -hmm. like thick, yeah, yeah. plain ones. Lay's, I think, are just a little too brittle for me. But whatever. Lay's are very salty, um, I feel like. I, I went with Utz because they're less salt. And so, um, yeah. and, you know, but you get like that nice texture and everything. So, secret, come in, lean close, right, everybody. Right, just, just, I just used jalapeno. Honest. I used jalapeno chips on <laughs> Wow, interesting. <laughs> I thought about I like, like flavored chips and stuff for this, but. Yeah, I, we had them and I didn't really want to get other. Like, I. I like crunchifying everything. Mm -hmm. I thought that that was a really good call. Um, I, I I also personally think that I made the patties too small because they shrunk so quickly. Like I I made them like like he said, but I think maybe I had more fat. I don't know what it was. But what's wonderful about this recipe in general is that you're forced to use really good fresh ingredients because if yeah. your beef is bad, your burger is going to be bad. Like you need to like do it right. So I was really lucky in in that sense, and and I think that that this burger this recipe really highlights the like the ingredients. Um, I 
I don't know. I just, I like, there is something, like, the eating of it, I was like, this is fine. Hmm. Yeah. Like, um, I didn't, nothing, nothing bowled me over. Like, I, there, like, what was the flavor thing that, like, made, because I guess maybe I'm looking for more drama. In, well, so you, I mean, I don't know. I think for me, you have to keep in mind that it, it's a cheeseburger, right? Like, it, it's you a know, cheeseburger. It, we're we're talking about just the cheeseburger. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, comparing it to some of the, especially some of the other things that we've made, like this is not, you know, a lasagna that you spent all afternoon making. This is not beef right. own. Like, you know, no. it's it's a cheeseburger. As cheeseburgers go, it's fantastic. It's a good, you know, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's really, really good. Have I had yeah. better? Yeah. I mean, you know, again, I, I think and it depends on kind of like the overall um a, you know additions that you have to it and so right. um but if you're talking about just like a basic exactly. cheeseburger where you're not worried about like some special sauce you know there's not like you know caramelized uh onions on right. it and, and, and mushrooms and blue right, cheese exactly, yeah right? yeah yeah like yeah. uh there's there's a place near us um uh that has like a a parmesan like truffle fry you know that's really mm. really good to go along with it right it's but just as a burger alone it's yeah. and based on how easy it is to to do. Right. It's phenomenal, you know. Right. And then the the whole like crunchification of it um, is is great because like I love that that was kind of a a flagship uh, part of his his restaurant chain for this. Right. Like that. Yeah. You know, it's in the logo. Like it's it's on the menu. I mean, uh, it's know. a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. And. Like when you go there, um, that you know that is part of it, and it and it's delightful, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, and you know, you and I talked a lot about texture in, in the show, and, and I think the it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, in hindsight, adding like this crunch and everything seems so obvious, right? Like clearly, right. like you thought about it previously. Like I've definitely, you know, I've had French fries on burgers. I've I've done different things. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but like for people who maybe never even. It never even occurred to them, like, oh, I put just chips on my burger, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And there's something, it, sure. there's something truly, like, delightful about when you when you bite into it and you get, like, your teeth are basically sinking through soft and then crunch and then soft and, you know, and... And, and then you get the pickle in there and you yeah. get another crunch. Oh, it was, it honestly was a delicious bite. Yeah. I think I, like, personally to my, for my taste, like, if I'm going to have a cheeseburger, which is honestly pretty rare, like, hmm. I don't... I don't know. Like if I'm grilling out, we'll have. I don't know what I'll eat. I don't know, yeah. maybe. But I, I usually put more shit on it. Like I like. I do like the caramelized onion and a mushroom or a blue cheese and mm-hmm. a funky weird weird thing. I think I'm just trying to like bougieify everything I eat. And so like a plain cheeseburger, like although it was delicious, like it was like a good bite. I found myself kind of. And again, maybe it's because of my interpretation of. Like if I'm quote unquote making dinner, it needs to be like a bump and yeah, like yeah. you know so I think I think my head got in the way of my taste buds a little bit and was just like you yeah. can do better. You yeah, know, like, no, I, I get a little it. Bit of a... Yeah, and especially too, since like so much of, of what we cook here, you know, is a little bit more kind of special or fancy. But that's also one of the reasons why I wanted to do this, you know. Right. Because, Which like, I think it's good. it's grounding. Yeah. And it like makes us makes us realize like you need like you can have delicious food start to finish in 30 minutes yeah like the most complicated thing was chopping 
And that's if you want to do that stuff. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. Like you top it and change it however you want. Like I, so there's three of us, right? And so when you buy a pound and a half of of ground chuck, you're supposed to divide into four, right? And so we still have a burger patty left over. So I, so mid workday yesterday, that's, I made it for lunch, you know, because I had it. It takes less than 10 minutes, really. I mean, Mm -hmm. heating up the pan and then you're cooking for a total of like seven, seven, maybe eight minutes, you know, Um, that's it. Yeah, Yeah, that's very true. Having a good, yummy, fresh, I mean, also like the ingredients are good and simple and fresh. Like, I I, I do think you're right. I think I was just a little bit like pooch pooch mouth. Yep, there you go. Um, Pooch mouth. Um, To like... I think, I don't know, I, I like, I wish there was, like, more phrasing, like, a better phrasing <laughs> or, like, a more, I don't know, approachable way of speaking. But, like, that's, Bobby Flay's kind of his whole shtick is, like, he's kind of this, like, dude bro, yeah. straightforward guy. Apparently, like, the first time he was on Iron Chef, he was, like, prematurely victorious in his own head. head and so he put his cutting board on the ground, stood up on it. Oh, yeah. And, like, I think I may have watched that, like... When and he got aired. in a lot of trouble. Yeah, and yeah. Chef Morimoto was like, bitch, that's disrespectful. Yeah. He like, might have gone on the table or something on the cutting board. Like, oh, oh, no, no, you're right. Cut. He stood up on the, He stood yeah. up on it. Yeah. No, sir. Yeah, nope. He lost. <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I think I think that's part of, I, I think, the, like, yelly yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, but, like, uh, that's how I type, too. I'm like, don't <laughs> play with your food. Like, that, like, I don't know what I'm talking about. But, basically... I don't know what I don't know what I was looking for. I don't know what I was. I don't know what I'm. I, I just there's something missing. I think from this recipe that I don't really. I can't really put my 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 mouth on. Yep. What <laughs> I can't really put my finger on. <laughs> is that, finger that the, on. That the, the, the appendage you want to use. Um, what is English? So, so you're the wordsmith. Um, yeah, I, I I feel like it could be it could be dressed up and changed to like to taste, and so. I encourage if anybody, yeah. yeah, if you haven't made this yet, um, which Definitely by the way, try. what the fuck are you doing? The whole point of the show is the is the cook it in advance with us, give us the and feedback, make it with us, Come on, like, send us your feedback. This was the easiest one to do, you know. So this is actually um, really true. I think this was the well, it well, is the it is the easiest. Yeah, yeah, and because so at least with shrimp etouffee, new... <laughs> you had to chop shit. Yeah, exactly. We set a new record immediately after setting a new <sighs> immediately record, after so. setting a new record. That's um, very funny. And we're not honestly, we are not going to get easier. Than this recipe. No. This no, recipe no, no. is basically you're playing with Play-Doh essentially because meat is basically mm-hmm. Play-Doh and you're mm-hmm. forming it. And the whole point is that you don't screw around with it. Yes, so you're forming it, it. Yeah. You're, you're you're seasoning it with just salt and pepper and you're and you're cooking it. That that's For sure. it. So I also um, learned a lot. Like I learned a lot doing this one that I really liked. Like yeah, the yeah. Dim- the dimpling, I didn't ever know why. Like I always I just always saw people do that and I was like, oh, it's just what you do and yeah. then like didn't think and about so, it. Oh, so you know which one's yours because it has your thumbprint on it. And so Yeah. Um yeah. But No, you, I think it's smart. Yeah. And if you haven't so if you haven't done this recipe and like and you or especially if you don't have like a burger recipe of your own or whatever, you know, or you, you know, even if you do, just read at least read through it so you get the different tips and tricks because again I had done a yeah. lot of research over the years and kind of perfected a burger recipe, and then here I, I learned something new. Um, but just just try it, just try it, just plain yeah. and just as is, and you'll have a, a fantastic burger. You can then dress it up and, and change stuff or whatever, like you know, do whatever you want. But um, it it is the 
basis for what should be just excellent burgers for the rest of your life, yep. you know, anytime you want to make them. So did you did you do the bistro fries? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about this? Those are really good. Yeah, yeah. So the bistro fries by Bobby Flay um, are is honestly just potatoes, vegetable oil, salt, garlic, cloves, and minced parsley. And you just, I mean, and that's another thing. Like you, um, I learned a lot. So like with these, you you peel and slice your your potatoes into like little um, quarter sticks. Inch. Yep. Quarter inch. There we go. And then you ref- you cover the potatoes with water and refrigerate for at least one hour and up to eight hours. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Well, it stops them from oxidizing and also... You're getting some of the starch out. You're getting the starch out. Yep. And it's so fascinating. And so then in a large saucepan, heat two inches of oils to 320, oil, oil to 325, line a baking sheet with paper towels, rinse the potatoes and pat thoroughly dry, right? Because you don't want to put wet things into hot oil because mm-hmm. it'll sputter and gross. And then also it'll become soggy. You want that crust yep. on that on the outside of your potato. Working in batches, fry the potatoes until they're almost tender and look slightly translucent. Three minutes. And then you increase the temperature of the oil to 375, fry them again for about another three minutes, transfer to the paper towels to drain, and immediately salt immediately salt them, sprinkle with garlic and parsley, and serve immediately. Like, mm-hmm. super simple. Sure so for me, there, it wasn't very, it wasn't simple for me because I didn't have a, I had an instant read thermometer that didn't clip in. Mm-hmm. So I like, so. and I also had to kind of figure out, basically I had the wrong thermometer um it didn't work and so i was like oh i overheated my oil and mm-hmm. i had to bring it back down to temp anyway so i, I had like a little oil oil issue but um the double frying i learned was yeah. great like that's a very smart really delicious technique um i kind of wished mine were a little bit crunchier i think i must so have missed a- it, if i think the time on this um <clears throat> is is short i mm. i i ended up cooking um like one of the batches much longer for that second fry. Okay. And it was uh it was much better because okay. I I think that if you if you're in a restaurant and you have like a commercial fryer, yeah, this is going to work really really well off of 3 minutes mm-hmm. and then, you know, out and then 3 minutes back in. Um when you're working in in a pot um and you know, once you again, once you put those fries in, that oil temperature is dropping, right? And so Yeah. You know, if if you're not able to kind of maintain that consistent temperature, um, and especially when you are doing batches, that second batch, third batch, however many you're doing, um, that's going in most likely at a lower temperature, especially if you're not double checking it. And, yeah. Good you know, call. so I think that um, the the time definitely could be added, uh, you know, on, on both the first and second fry. It's the second fry that I think that's mm-hmm. much more critical because that's really the what's gonna, you're, what you're noticing, like whether it's brown and crispy or. or that's the color. Yeah. 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 So. Um, but, but they overall, were delicious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, good yeah. fries. They were like uh, good fries and I learned a lot. Yeah, I will literally never I make them again. I just Dave, I, I will literally never make these yeah, again. Yeah, because my a I so I don't I don't typically deep fry stuff. Me neither. Um, and one of the reasons is it's it's a huge goddamn mess. It's a massive amount of oil that you end up using, and it's just like all right. Well, what do you do? You toss yeah, it. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and my house smelled like fry for so long afterwards. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. It, it, I was just like, and and for basically, like, there's some frozen fries out there that I think are 
better, <laughs> you know? And so, Baked or, or fries. yeah, delicious. or just do roasted, roasted potatoes are, are fantastic, you know? I honestly, I would much rather have had a roasted rosemary, like yeah. a steak fry even. Like yeah. I love the crunch and I had the crunch satisfied for me by the, by the chips and mm-hmm. the, dill, and the dill pickles. Like, yeah, I wasn't, yeah, I, I learned a lot. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. All right, let's Never get into let's get into our ratings for both. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because this is my this is my feeling. Okay. Okay. So uh, again, just a, as a burger compared to other burgers, um, I, I would put the flavor uh, as I, I'm going to adjust on the fly. I'm going to go with four point five. I, I added as a mm-hmm. five uh, in in my initial notes, but I think like you know, as a home burger goes, it's fantastic. But again, mm-hmm. as I noted. You know, I, I've made some better. I've had better. Um, but it's really, really, really good. Um, yeah. Ease. I mean, if I can score higher than a five, I, I would. Honestly, is, that is a six out of five. Yeah, I, again, it is the easy, <laughs> the easiest, mm-hmm. easiest recipe in the world. Um, uh, approachability, accessibility. We still haven't determined, I think, which which the A stands for. <laughs> so we, what is it? We go, approachability. We go back and forth. So we've been saying approachability, but the inventor of the of the metric... I, I think last last episode was saying accessibility uh, throughout. I, I think I think Ben was, and so is, so then I was self doubting. Is accessibility better because the, we all talk I about think, it? We'll I think it's it. approachability because uh, you approach it. Yeah, how approachable? So he how much work about. did he you have to? He doesn't know what you're talking. <laughs> he just made it up. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> shoot. <laughs> approachability. I have it as a four point five. Um, mm-hmm only because of how kind of particular he is about like you should have this ingredient you should have that that brand blah blah, blah. um again you do not Good have point. to do that in any way but the recipe yeah. as written is very very specific and so i think that if you're basically saying how we're judging the recipe um it's not as approachable when you modify the recipe for your own tastes or whatever it's it's a five right but it's uh, yeah so right now as written it's 4.5 and then repeatability that's fair Five. I mean, I literally did it the next day. That's so, so funny. Yeah. So that's a 19 out of 20. Okay. Yours? All right. I'll just do it. <laughs> no, mine. So, okay. Like the flavor was a four. I don't think, I think I needed a little bit more heat, plenty of salt, plenty of fat, the acid from the I don't know, tomatoes and the, the ketchup or whatever, but I just wanted more heat. I wanted more like more horseradish, more mustard, more spicy. Mm. Um, the jalapeno chips you used were not enough. No, they were not. Uh, <laughs> They were delicious though. Uh, Cape Cod chips, baby. Um, uh, ease five, hundred percent. Like super easy, easiest, easiest five. Um, easy as galette. Approachability easier than five. Be- easier than galette. <laughs> easier than. Five. Um, I I think your points are really are really sound. Like I I could you know dock it a few decimals for the like Martin potato seeded blah 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 mm. bun and the lays and whatever but like I honestly thought that I could if you just opened up your pantry and you're like I've got ground yeah, meat like what yeah. can I do like I think this is a wonderful thing I'm a <laughs> b-word because my repeatability is a big fat zero I'm not gonna make it exactly the same way again like I'm not I'm not but I also think because I interpreted the task differently like like I will take everything I learned and do it again tomorrow it to make like the burger that I want but I th- and I think that that's just like me being kind of particular about what I've interpreted my task to be for the podcast. Well, so I, and I think that's fine. I feel like if if you're taking these techniques, because again, that's that's what this recipe is. This recipe is a bunch of yes. techniques, right? Um, so if you're taking those and and you're kind of just doing the same thing, um, yeah. 
then I I think you're I think you're good. I think you're, I'm you're saying I think I'm saying know. it's like a five. I I I'm gonna change it on the fly because I was being a brat. But like I yeah like I will one hundred percent. The next time I make a, okay, all right, I'm changing my, all right, all right, all right, all right. I've been bullied into it. I'm just kidding. I, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I didn't even say that. Uh, I'll just start making noises. So stop. stop. Um, no, I will 100% do the thing because I appreciate that I didn't need a grill. He just wanted us to do it on cast mm-hmm. iron. I appreciate it. He said, don't touch it. I really appreciated that this is a meatloaf because completely honestly, like yeah. my entire life I've added shit to my burger mm-hmm. meat. You don't need it. Cumin, ground, ground, like grated onion, like some crushed garlic. Like I've yeah. definitely done that. Yeah. Um, and so I'm kind of like, oh damn, like you're right. Like I need to just kind of pare it down yeah. and let the just burger meat. speak for itself. So you're right. I so that's a four. So eighteen out of twenty for me. There you go. Um, wow. I have on the fly. <laughs> what a swing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like fries. It. So, uh, for the fries, I thought the flavor was a four. You know, it was it was good. It's you know. Mm-hmm. It's good, good fry. Yeah. Uh, ease I, I, I had as a four just because, like, you know, it's it's pretty easy, but it's just the, the maintaining of the oil and, and yeah. temperature and, and blah, 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 and doing the batches, and it's messy, and, you know, so. Yeah. Um, approachability I just had as a 4.5 because, again, it's, I mean, kind of like you said before, it's basically pantry stuff. It's just, you know. Yeah. Like, potato, oil, garlic, right? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> repeatability uh i had a one i didn't i'm not sure if i knew we could give zeros so if we, yeah right <laughs> now, now that i zero. find that out um i probably yeah. would be a zero just because again i've had like i'd rather roast the potato mm-hmm. right um mm-hmm. i've had frozen fries or you know you know other versions of fries that i think are better um yeah and frankly like deep frying at home sucks it really does. I don't like it. Like, yeah. you, the place stinks. It's a waste of oil. I had to buy a whole fucking new thing of oil. I don't need I that know. much oil. <laughs> I had to. I know. And I hated it. I hated that. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I completely agree. Not, so you get 13 points. Do not pour oil down your sink drain. Do no, not. you have to pour it into a yeah. heat-proof container and then throw that hardened yeah. thing away. Yeah. So if you're listening, don't, <laughs> don't pour oil down don't your Don't do pipes. it. So. I, I, if you're listening to, like... Because uh, what I've been what I've been hearing from our listeners is that they like hanging out with us, <laughs> which I think that. is really nice. Yeah. Um, oh, my mother in law says hi. Um, oh, yeah. She says I'm that sorry. she thinks she knows. She feels like she knows you because <laughs> she listens to us all the time. <laughs> That's sweet. Um, so, like you know, I think I think um, yeah, our our biggest listeners are in uh, Kentucky <laughs> and Dubai. <laughs> apparently, know, I mean, my yeah. dad. <laughs> um, no, so I think that like I I think the. The question of are are people gonna make these things is is good and and like for those of for those of you who are like considering it, I think what you learn from the from this bistro fry recipe is to soak your potatoes to get the starch out and um to stop them from oxidizing. That's mm-hmm. huge. That's very cool. Learned and, that. Yeah, and you could do that for roasted potatoes too. You I exactly mean, do. Hey, so, P.S. Do them, that for roasted. Soak them, dry them, and then toss them with oil and throw them in a hot right. oven. And you have the drying is key. Yeah, drying is key. So you get that crunchy. It's kind mm-hmm. of like you can dry out the skin and get that like crunchy exterior. And then the double frying is cool because you cook the inside and then you blast them and you get them extra crunchy. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. But again, like for me, flavor was like fine th- yeah. for like it was a fry. Ease. I had an issue with, I don't like working in batches. Like I think yeah, batching, it's pain in the ass. So like, you know, you do like, 
okay, I'm going to do like a handful of fries and then your oil drops significantly because the fries are cold, the oil's yeah. hot, whatever. So then you have to do it in batches. I don't want, I don't want to do that. Um, approachability was fine for, but like just because of the oil and then repeatability again, big fat goose egg. Like I get, I'd rather have a rosemary roasted yeah. potato. Yeah. There are so many other better ways to treat a potato. Also because I, I like you said, frying sucks. Yeah. Don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate that I tried it. Like that's yeah. this is like one of those this is one of those like southern phrases. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like bless your heart. Like bless your heart, Bobby Flay. Thank you for whereas if we were in New England, you'd be like, go back yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Um no, I just no. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Bobby. Yeah. I appreciate it. I love that look I mean, on you. I'll heavily endorse the the burger recipe just because I think it's like Yes, uh, that's an arrow in your quiver. Like if if you're learning, you know how to cook and everything that you should have. Mm-hmm. Um, if you assuming you like burgers, you you eat beef and everything. Um, but the the fries, like other than than some of those techniques, you're right. Um, you know, just whatever. Yeah, just whatever. Um, you know, it's not just whatever though. <laughs> the next recipe that we're doing. <laughs> the next recipe. Okay, so for probably a good solid, how when did we start this? September. August? Yeah. I don't remember. August August was uh was August. when I purchased my um my Dutch oven to make the beef organ Yes, okay. So since August no no no. For probably two solid years now, <laughs> I have been obsessed with Claire Saffitz on starting from Bon Appetit. I um got wind of her from a podcast I listened to called Wonderful, where people like this couple just talks about the nice things in their life. Hmm. And it's particularly important for me during 2020, where they just talk about good things that they like. And one of the weeks, um, Griffin McElroy, the the husband host said, um, I like watching this woman make, um, I watched somebody make gourmet Skittles or gourmet um, Sour Patch Kids on Bon Appetit's huh. YouTube channel. And I was like, what? You can do that? Yeah, I can bougify Sour Patch Kids, my favorite candy on the planet. Thank you. So I started like I just deep dive into her. Anyway, love Claire Saffitz. She's amazing. She left Bon Appetit during their controversy, racism, awfulness. Um, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. But Claire Saffitz is an incredible baker and chef, and she's just my favorite chef on the planet. And she created a cookbook um, called Dessert Person that I got for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, oh, I'm going to Julia and Julia it. Uh, I'm going to do all of her recipes in 2021. And then I opened it up and I was like, oh, shit, this is there. There are 65 sweet like dessert recipes and 15 like savory bakes. Just do the savory. (laughs) Not going to work. Yeah. No. Anyway. So so one of her recipes is this focaccia that I've actually that she has um, had published on Bon Appetit um, two years ago. And that. This is the first foray into yeast for me. So I used this exact, the first time I touched a yeast packet was this focaccia recipe and I haven't looked back. So we're yeah. going to do some Claire Saffitz focaccia and I am so stinking excited. I so, can't even stand it. And what's cool about it for me is that uh, one of, of our listeners, who's a friend of mine, um, uh, happened to just send me like a TikTok video of um, this this guy making the focaccia. And, and I was just like, oh, and wow. at the time it, it didn't necessarily, I don't think until the very end it said uh, who the chef was, right? Or maybe he, he yeah. might breeze by in the, in the initial um, opening. But um, so it comes out incredible when you watch the video and everything. And so I I was like, all right, I need to see the actual recipe because, <laughs> because I'm old and TikTok, it's like, 
15 seconds, it's yeah. gone. And I'm just like, what the hell just yeah, happened? Yeah. And so, um, so I pull up the recipe and I was just like, wait a minute. And then I pull up our, like our, our Google doc that we use for, for the podcast. And it's like, wait a minute. We, like, we actually have this on our list of, of things to do. And so, um, I was just like, all right, I, I got to dive into this. So, you know, very excited to do it, but we, we do have a challenge here right so yes this is the this is the challenge the, episode because yeah, we yeah. need more participation <laughs> yeah and and frankly and I'm, I'm i'm calling everybody out for the second time of this podcast because that's what you should do with with your loyal yeah you, you know, know alienate and ostracize you know? yeah just, just like yeah, yelling yeah. at him and berating him um but totally. that's apparent apparently what people like is the controversy and so here you go you, you asked for it you got it <laughs> angry dave um pl- like <laughs> this is the <laughs> these last two recipes are perfect ones to participate in and this one is is definitively uh, a little bit more challenging, right? It's it's, yeah. it's not this, you know, this six out of five, you know, burger that we just did. But we have the perfect challenge for people. And I'm actually really, really, really interested in hearing what people come up with. So yeah. um, when you look at the recipe, there is a topping for the focaccia that, that you can do. And I recommend that you do it, right? It's, it's, it's delicious. The focaccia itself makes for a very large amount of surface area. It's a oh half sheet God. pan, right? So yeah. if you do a half sheet pan worth, right, um, you pretty much have room for either two very large sections that you can work with, or what I did, uh, because spoiler, I already cooked this, um, do <laughs> quadrants and kind of do mm-hmm. different flavors in each quadrant. So I would love it if people did either one half or one quadrant as the recipe as is, and then let us know your ideas for the other half or three mm-hmm. quarters because I I tried something I loved it I tried another thing you know it was very good and I tried a, a fourth I was like all right cool you know but yeah. uh, and I also have more ideas for it I've been talking with other people who like they can, there was there was an idea that I heard um I won't spoil it but it, I, it never occurred to me. And I was just like, oh, that's really interesting. I want to try that next time. So was it peaches? Because I saw that. <laughs> You've had peaches. I saw, somebody, I saw somebody add peaches to, their, to this focaccia recipe. And I was like, huh. oh. It's breaking the laws of physics, I think. And so, yeah, it was, um, but it sounds delicious. Yeah. Um, so please, like, so try. I am so stoked. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to post this challenge on all of my all of my socials and just say, like, because I think what's great about the recipe that we're going to be posting is that there's a corresponding YouTube video. Like, yeah, and it's adorable she'll walk and, you... and easy. And, yeah. I know. She's adorable. Yeah. She's so great. Like, I want everyone to kind of do this with us, i.e. follow along with Claire Saffitz. And, yeah. like, I think that her – she is one of the best, if not the best currently, like, of the people that I'm following, like, recipe developers because she uses so many different indicators and so many different things. I, I, I really appreciate – her style of baking so i'll be posting the bon appetit focaccia recipe that is kind of like more laid out in like traditional whatever and then also the youtube video of Mm -hmm. her doing the exact same thing it's a the the grams are a tiny bit different but it's not the proportions are exactly the same yeah and she explains Um, that in the video i think too yeah yeah so um, yeah she's like oh i've just been playing around with the salt like she's yeah yeah and if you if you don't participate that's it we're cutting you off like, we're not going to do this anymore. We work too hard, you know? So, <laughs> no, we'll no. still do it because we love the adoration. We'll still do it. You guys so. are just... No, just kidding. No. For all of our friends out there who just want to <laughs> hang out with us, I appreciate yeah. you. Dave's just being a D-bag. A Dave bag. Um, 
I am really excited. I think that this is going to be a fun one. And yeah. I just say I'm excited for to see what people come up with. Yeah. Great. I, and I, cause I kind of just wanted more ideas because I know, I know I, I want to do it Me again. And, and just, yeah, I can tell you, I'll, I'll spoil, I'll spoil what I've been making. I've been made, I've probably made this like four or five times. My go-to my base before I add all the junk on it is I do big lugs of olive oil. I do, I roast garlic and pull it apart and put it all over. Mm-hmm. Just kind of do roasted garlic. And then I do big fat rosemary. I know you do rosemary mm-hmm. oil, but I just do, I do like, I do fresh rosemary and just, that's my base. And so then I, I did two so different much versions. salt. Yeah. So I did two salt. different versions of rosemary because, um, uh, I did hers as is, which is basically just chopped. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah. um, and then I typically, because I find rosemary can be very just needly, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's like pine needles. Right? Oh and yeah. So, it's a pine. Yeah. Um, so I often will grind my rosemary, um, so that it becomes an almost like this, like mossy, like powder type, uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, consistency and that just kind of you get the flavor and then you you don't have to have the stabby um and yeah yeah, so i I did that uh along with some garlic i think for for one of the other sections so and then two other ones awesome yeah we'll see (gasps) we'll see we'll see what they are stay tuned in two weeks yeah um well this is the outro this That's is going to, That's this it. That's needed, so. <laughs> Ben was like Ben was like, why are you laughing during when you say eat well, be well, blah blah blah? And I was like, because I fuck it up every time. Every like time. I, and I crack I up every time. Like, every single time. <laughs> and now it's a bit. Now it's like uh, I don't know. Now I have to be like <clears throat> Okay, friends. Oh no. But wait, no. Before I say this, okay. We were talking about everybody sending sending their Fakach challenge. Where do they send okay. it, Grace? Where do they send it, Dave? Okay, they send it to too many cooks pod at gmail.com, T W O many cooks pod at gmail.com, and at too many cooks pod on Instagram and Twitter, T W O many cooks pod yeah, on both do, of those places. Do the Instagram, I'm not checking the Twitter all that often. So. You're not checking Twitter. Okay, yeah, <laughs> do the Instagram. I'm on it all the time because I'm dissociating from the world around me. Um, how's that? <laughs> <laughs> how's that for an outro? How's that for an outro? Okay. All right, Dave, you good? You have anything else to say? No, I mean, you've been listening to Too Many Cooks Pod. Thank you for listening. You've been listening. For Dave, Dave Amon, I'm Grace Buecher. Yeah. Are we are actually, saying our last names at all? We have <laughs> so, never yeah. in our lives <laughs> said our last names. I actually I was thinking about that. I was like, I have, how many last names do I have? And do I yeah, use them? Yeah, you have way too many. It's just the too many. Okay, bye, friends. <laughs> last names. So. Bye, so, Dave. What do you, so what do you say at the end? Um, Goodbye, friends. Eat well. Be well, and don't forget to preheat your oven. Sharpen your knife. Boom, 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 Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> that's our that's our Ben impersonation. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs>are we gonna are we gonna have a uh, a song again for the um, uh, like the hidden? Part. Like, is there a cheeseburger song that can be sang what? for the end of this episode? So, like at the end of last episode, we had a we clipped there was a song at the end. Campari you know? rum. Yeah, exactly. Um, crunch yeah. burger, crunch burger. <laughs> it's no? like, che- yeah, cheeseburger in paradise is is too crunch easy. Burger yeah. In pa- yeah, no, sorry. Yeah.